0: Hey, and welcome to the Dr. Nicole Show, where we talk about living intentionally and by design and all things related to the subconscious mind. Every other Tuesday, I release a new episode where we talk about in depth topics to help you bridge the gap from where you are to where you want to be. I'm so excited that you're here joining me. Now, let's dive in and get started. Hello, today we're going to talk about detaching from the outcome. This is so important for success as it relates to bringing your vision, your aspirations, or your goals to life. Now, I'm not saying that it's always easy, but it is such an important concept for you to not only understand, but to really be able to embody and weave in so that you can create the success that you desire and deserve. And I first learned about this through an interview with Oprah Winfrey, whom I admire so much. But in the interview, she was, it was regarding her very, very first show. And in the show, she talked about like the show was getting ready to launch and like what the success would look like. But she began the interview by saying, I know I am where I'm at now because deep down I've always believed that I could get here. And I thought that was huge, right? If we believe that we can get there, then we can actually achieve it, we can bring it to fruition into our life. The trouble is, a lot of times we believe that we can get there, but then we attach to the outcome and we operate from this place of force instead of a place of flow. And so Oprah didn't stop there. Her next statement was so powerful to me and I just felt like it needed to be shared. And so she went on to say that she knew her show would be successful. And the reporter responded, well, what if the show doesn't do well? And her exact response was, "I, it's fine. I will do well because I'm not defined by any specific show or any specific outcome. And that was huge because here she is knowing that she would be fine. She is okay without that. It's really interesting because she went through a really powerful journey where she wanted to be, you know, on a TV personality. And they didn't think that she was fit for TV. Her eyes were too far apart. Her hair was too kinky. She had all these things that they were saying were wrong with her. But she said it forced her to learn to find who she was deep inside and not to tie herself to any external measure, which is so huge. And that's why I think that she could operate from that place of detachment and then in turn was able to really create the success that she desired and deserved. Here's the thing. When we're going after goals, we often have this pressure to bring them to life. And in turn, we operate again from that place of force, desperation, desperation. All those things instead of operating from flow. And when you're operating from that place of force and desperation, that's the energy you're carrying with you. So for example, if you're launching something new and you're desperate to hit a number, a 10K number, now every time you do a live, you're, you're forcing people and you're operating from a honestly a horrible energetic state. And that's what people are receiving. Detaching from the outcome is so important because when we can detach from it and then we can release we can get to a deeper level of surrendering and letting amazing things happen, letting amazing things come in. The problem is we are so conditioned to believe that we have to have control. And in turn, we become so fixated on creating the outcome the way that we feel like it needs to happen. And when we're setting goals, we focus on what we want to call into our life. And then we get attached to that outcome. When we're able to free ourselves and release and detach from that outcome, We create an energetic space for things to be able to flow easily and effortlessly to us. And it's so awesome. Here's the thing. Your subconscious mind wants to keep you safe. It wants to prove you right. And therefore, every time, whatever it is you believe... That's what it's going to find evidence of every single time. So it's no coincidence that Oprah believed deep down that she could always be where she is and that it ended up happening. But on the flip side, if you're like, oh, I know that I can make 10K, but deep down you believe, oh, nobody's ever going to want to listen to me. Nobody ever really cares what I have to talk about. Your subconscious mind, again, is going to desire to keep you safe and prove you right. Therefore, it's looking for that evidence to reinforce that nobody wants to listen to you. So then you'll get on a live and nobody will join. Um, so one thing that I like to do is when you think about where that fear is coming from, and when you think about that anxiety, understand, like reflect on it, understand where it's coming from, and then think of something that has proved you, proved that wrong in the opposite direction. So maybe for you, you have a fear of collecting money for your genius, for your zone of genius, instead of being so consumed and being like, oh, I shouldn't be getting paid for this. I feel guilty about it. What if you reminded yourself that you're already being paid at your job for offering a service. This serves as confirmation for your subconscious mind that this is something that's available for you and that you have permission to go after it. You know, for me, one of the things that I like to do, and I found this to be really, really helpful for me when I'm launching, I like to keep myself busy because if I can be really honest with you, when I began, you know, launching, when I whether I was launching my new t-shirt, um, I used to do these amazing t-shirts, I loved them, or whether I was launching like a physical like service, like a coaching program or something like that, every time I was launching, what I would do is I'd find myself micromanaging the process. So I would see who was logging in and joining my lives and then I would try to like write them a message and I would see on the back end of my dashboard how many people were going to the sales page and then be like oh my gosh 200 people went to the sales page and only one person signed up like what did I do wrong and I would overthink it and the truth is when you're when you have created this outcome that you desire and you're attached yourself to the outcome to that the outcome that you desire you're in a constant state of anticipation which sounds kind of like excitement except for when you're in that state of anticipation you're in that state of expectancy you're expecting a specific outcome and in turn, you're splitting your attention between faith and you're splitting your attention between fear. And remember, like I said earlier, when you focus on a specific outcome, that is what your subconscious mind is going to look for validation of. So any amount of fear is going to remind you that that fear is happening. That's what your subconscious mind is going to do because it's, again, wanting to keep you safe, wanting to keep you in line with what you believe. And so if you're like, no one's ever going to buy, again, you're bringing that into fruition, even if you subconsciously don't even mean to do it. And so today I want to talk about how you can detach Fully from the outcome, okay. And please understand that this is a process with each time you up level, you're going to need to detach from the outcome because your subconscious mind right now doesn't have any evidence of where you want to go. And because it doesn't have any evidence of where you want to go, one of the things I like to do is I like to expand my evidence, and we'll talk a little bit about um, what that looks like and um, how you can create those expanders but all right so the first step to detaching is get clear on what it is that you don't want okay so don't focus so much on that but part of that process is in order to understand what you do want you got to get clear on what it is that you don't want so you don't want people to not want to buy right but you do want to close five sales right get very very clear on what it is you want and remove what it is that you don't want Then as you're getting in touch with yourself, so let's say you're like, I really want five new people in my program, in my course or whatever. Identify where you feel that pressure. Is it the pressure of being able to create content for them? Is it the pressure of feeling like you're not going to be able to make transformation for them? Where is it that you're feeling that pressure? And get in touch with that. Now, this is where I like to really kind of expand my beliefs beyond that because a lot of times, again, when you're doing something different, you got to remind yourself that it's available for you. So it doesn't even necessarily need to be you. Is there someone you have worked with that has created this outcome for you that makes you know and feel confident that you can also create it for somebody else? Is there um, someone that you have helped? Maybe you haven't gotten paid for yet, but you've helped them create an outcome you want. Really reminding yourself that this is available and you can't create this, okay, even when you're feeling that pressure, validating yourself with saying, I feel this pressure, but is that truly the reality? Is that really the truth? Or is that my subconscious mind trying to keep me safe? And I'll even say, thank you so much, subconscious mind, for trying to keep me safe. Thank you so much for reminding me of this. But it's okay to let go and to create a new reality. Just reminding myself that I feel that pressure, acknowledging that pressure, and still giving myself permission to move in the opposite direction then the next step is to find safety and releasing that pressure now you are not going to go from a 100 of like tight huge extended amount of pressure to no pressure so slowly release it kind of like a valve like a, a faucet that you're turning on a little bit a little bit a little bit think of like a, a bubble bath you want to run but you really want like warm water you put a little bit of the cold a little bit of the hot like you just want a little bit of releasing that pressure so um, or a better example that was maybe not the best example a better example would be like a balloon So you blow a balloon up for, your, for a birthday party and you realize it's too big and you can't tie it All right, so you're gonna slowly release some of that pressure same thing. So what is a safe way that you can begin to release some control. And this, at this stage, it's really good to think of areas in your life where you have released a certain amount of control. I remember, you know, the first time that I went on vacation after my youngest daughter was born, I left both my four-year-old and a newborn baby with my mom for an entire like four days. She wasn't a newborn, I'm sorry, she was one at this time, but practically a newborn and I had never left my four-year-old. And so for me, it was like, you know what, That that is validation that I let go of control and things turned out fine. So it gives me small, it gives me permission to let go of the pressure even if it's just a small amount at a time. So consider ways where you can safely release some of that control and some of that pressure. So maybe if you're in the middle of a launch, it may be like, you know what? Today, I'm not gonna even check my dashboard and things are still going to be okay. Just giving yourself a little bit of that release at a time. And what you'll find is you'll feel more relaxed, you'll feel more calm, and you'll feel more at peace. And the really cool thing about those emotions, calm, peace, relaxation, when you're at an energetic state of that, you're going to attract more things that allow you to feel that way. So for me, I remember saying, all right, I'm gonna go a whole 12 hours and not check my dashboard. That was huge for me, because I was checking it like on the hour. And I made a sale during that 12 hours. So then what did that do? That validated that I'm okay to take a step back and not have to monitor my dashboard, that somehow the launch isn't going to fail because I'm not monitoring every single segment of it. So really giving yourself permission to let go of that control and that pressure a little bit at a time to ease your way into releasing it all. And then finally, expanders. So that's what I talked about a little bit. A lot of times we can only up level to the level that we are familiar with, to what we've experienced, to what we've seen, to what we know somebody of, like that sort of thing. What I like to do is I like to create expanders, meaning I like to expand my vision. I like to expand my perspective. I like to expand my world. um, And that way I know that these things are available for me. Here's the thing. The ideas, the visions, the dreams, the hopes, and the aspirations, and all of the things that you have in mind are not in vain. They are not there by accident. They are not something that you you know need to feel guilty about because you'll never achieve. They are there because you're supposed to be able to achieve them. And so when you expand your belief as it relates to it, then you put yourself in an energetic state to be able to allow it to flow effortlessly and easy to you. So for example, when you're expanding, one of the things that I like to do is create a Pinterest board. I'll create a Pinterest board of what it looks like to design a life that I love or to live a life that I love at that next level. I know where I'm at now, but What does that next level look like? And then I allow myself to visualize and bring in all the feels. What do I feel? What do I see? What do I hear? What do I taste? What do I smell? And bringing all of these things in allows me to feel aligned with it, knowing that what I desire is available for me. Because I am now expanding my beliefs as it relates to that. And you can do the same. Consider um, another way to do an expander is to think of somebody that has already blazed the trail before you. Let's say, for example, you're starting your own um, coaching certification program. And you're like, I don't know how to do this. I don't know anybody that's done this. Who are other coaches that you admire that have also done that?" Oprah Winfrey's interview changed my freaking life because of seeing, wow, there's somebody who looks like me. There's somebody who experienced hardship but still overcame them and still believed so deeply in herself that she created and found the success that she deeply desired, which means, guess what? If it's available for her, it's available for me and it's also available for you. So um, again, let's kind of review these steps to detach from the outcome. The first thing is, the first step is kind of one and the same. Understand what you don't want and to identify what it is that you really do want. Then identify where you feel that pressure, and then daily begin to ask yourself, "What can you do to slowly detach from the outcome, and slowly start to release that pressure and that unaligned hustle, and release that a little bit at a time?" After you identify where you feel that pressure, and then find the safety in releasing that pressure and that safety in releasing control find expanders because your expanders, again, are going to tell your subconscious mind what is safe and what is right and what is available for you. And the more you look at them, the more it's going to be able to prove and validate that as evidence that this is something that can happen for you. Okay. So this is a process that's going to require you to decondition your beliefs. This is a process that's going to require you to step outside of your comfort zone. This is a process that's going to require you to surrender, which can cause a lot of fear or a lot of anxiety. And while you feel these emotions, what I can say is when you make this happen and you make the detachment possible, the outcome makes it so worth it. So go ahead, dive in, get started knowing deep down in your soul that your success is inevitable. Thank you for tuning in to the Dr. Nicoya show today. If you enjoyed this episode or learned something new, I want to hear all about it. Your words and your feedback add so much value to this show. So here are three additional ways you can continue to support. First, leave a review. Your feedback helps me to show up and support you at a greater level. Two, share, share, share. If you love today's episode, take a screenshot or highlight your favorite quote that stood out to you and share it on your social media account. Be sure to tag me at Nicoya Williams as well. It brings me so much joy to see you engaging and sharing all of your takeaways. Plus, every time you share with someone, it gives them a chance to also enjoy the show. Three, be sure to subscribe so you never miss a single episode. For now, that's all I have. I'll see you on the next episode of The Dr. Nicole Show.